Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. Oh, you mean welcome to a terrible, cheesy 70s DJ? Hey, that was pretty good. (laughs) Clearly I've been gone too long because suddenly you sound... No, that's a good DJ voice. Okay, well, I'm nailing it, whatever. There's a reason we're here. There's a reason we're cutting in again. And uh, shall we share with them what's been going on? Yeah, so we've got a little behind the scenes for you. So, hey, look, we're expanding Unforget Yourself Productions. And we've, crumbs, we've invited guest hosts to bring a different voice, different perspectives to these conversations. Yeah, and because we're all about behind the scenes, um, we're filling you in on what this is. Uh, Unforget Yourself was never meant to be about... Mark and Katie, just about us. Um, Our intent has been to bring in more people. So with that said, (laughs) this episode is actually a sneak peek of this. Now, there will be an interviews edition podcast coming separately. Oh, it's going to be a fantastic launch. But right now, we've got a little taster for you, a little teaser. So please enjoy our guest host and guest interviewers and guest guest guests. Lots of guests. Guest guests. Fantastic. (laughs) Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we have with us Aaron Matthew, CEO of Business Made Simple, where their focus is on providing fractional chief operating officer services, assisting overworked and overwhelmed business owners in streamlining their processes. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. So happy to have you on. So can you expand a little more on where you are today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Yeah. So um, I've been in business for 10 years. So I'm seasoned. I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur. So this is my, you know, I don't know how many rounds of business we've been through, but um, I love business and I love helping other businesses. So um, I love seeing the back end of businesses and helping them to streamline operations. Um, We often joke around that we do this so that we don't have to start a hundred businesses of our own because we just love jumping in and helping to streamline things. Um, so I've been in business for 10 years. We've got a small team. Um, I love keeping a, a small, tight team so we can be really dynamic and flexible. And we help businesses, like I said, with with um, fractional chief operations officer. So we're looking for businesses that are in those growth pains that are looking to open up new locations or are looking to hire new people, but have hit that operational growth ceiling. So that they're at a point where, you know what, if we start growing more people, the wheels are going to start falling off. And so we mm-hmm. help them to be able to rebuild that structure so that they can grow sustainably and effortlessly. Amazing. And, and so when it comes to re- rebuilding the structure and 
you know, helping a team, helping a company with processes, like talk to me about what is that like? And, and, you know, what are some of the things that you guys like to implement? Yeah. So, um, it's super exciting. I love doing it. We love to start in looking at what are the big goals that people are looking towards achieving and what's getting in their way of that. And we'll kind of go department by department because as companies are growing, things start falling apart and the systems that worked in the past aren't necessarily going to be working as you 10x your business. And so we look at building that. And so what that looks like is we do a lot of interviewing with subject matter experts. We dive in deep into working with the the your frontline people and seeing what's working and what's not working. So what's broken in the company um, that won't sustain 10xing. And that's where we really dive in. So we are building everything from sales processes to fulfillment processes, financing. Um, we are hitting the whole gamut of the entire company and trying to figure out what does it need to be sustainable at 10 times its size. Amazing. Uh, when it comes to all that the business that you run does and, and, and all that maybe you do, what is maybe your favorite thing that you get to do day in and day out? Yeah. So my favorite part is I love the, I call myself a process visionary. I love being able to do, see a, a process. I'm one of those people that anytime I go into a restaurant or into a business, I'm always like, mm, they should tweak this and this and this, and it would make things run a lot smoother. So that's my favorite part is doing more of the visionary type work and building that out. And then my awesome team comes in and actually implements all of those changes that we've talked about. So, but my favorite part is the process visionary part. Ah, uh, and, and when it comes to, you know, we all have, those, you know, a client or, or, or many clients that come to mind when, especially for the past 10 years that you've been in business of like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud that I was able to work with them and, and, and to know, to have known them here and to see them here now, um, because of moments that you got to spend with them because of strategies that you implemented because of you getting to work with them. And so would you mind sharing, you know, a, a story, uh, or a client that you are just like, oh, that's a proud mom moment of getting to work with them. Yeah, oh, of course. I loved, I love bragging on my proud mom moments here with the, with businesses. <laughs> um, but one of my favorite companies that I worked with ever was actually a porta potty company and that you have to have a great personality, first of all, to run a porta potty company. <laughs> and you may think that, oh, that seems like a really simple company. Running that company is actually really complex. So when we first started working with, um, working with them, they were having a lot of issues in the office. So they had had an office manager that was awesome and did great things for them and then um, left and took another opportunity quickly. And it left this big hole where they were like, we don't even know what she was doing. I mean, she was awesome, but we don't even know what she was doing or how she was doing it. So they went through a series of three or four different people that they had tried to hire um, that weren't, weren't successful with that. So we went in and rebuilt first all of their operations in the office. And they hired someone new and got them trained and up to speed. And now they love it because they can have anybody jump in and fill in for them. But in addition to that, once we finished the office, then we moved on to working with their guys in trucks and streamlined all of their operations. So we saved them on average about 10 hours per week of work for each one of those drivers with all of their administrative wow. things. And then they were able to open two new locations, which is incredible. So two whole new areas of service and have been able to grow just exponentially because they have the systems in place to be able to support that growth. 
Amazing. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, that's, that's an, that's an amazing story. It just gives us an idea of the impact that you and your company make in other businesses lives. And so right on Aaron, what, what was it, you know, that, that made you want to start your own business? Yeah. So for me, this is um, a second round of business for me. So my first round of business that I did, um, I actually started a tutoring company was my first to kind of jump into business. And I started out like a lot of entrepreneurs do as a technician and I did everything. I built my first hideous website. I learned how to do QuickBooks. I was hiring people, training everybody, trying to figure all this stuff out. And I was doing so much of it myself. And the issue was, is that works fine until you start to get successful. And then there's only so many hours in the day that I could have to contribute. And so I was burning out fast and preventing my own growth. And so I really dove deep into systems and found that this is how my brain works. You know, I love this. And so I systemized that business to the point where I had 23 employees and I was down to working two hours per week. Wow. wow. And I was like, that was fun. Um, now I don't have anything left to systemize and I want to do more. <laughs> and so I started doing consulting and then I ended up selling that company and starting business made simple 10 years ago. So I could help other business owners have a business that is not their whole life and that they can have a business that can survive without the business owner. So that's why I jumped in and, and started business made simple. Uh, that's an amazing story. Um, you know, when it comes to doing what you do, I mean, I know that you, it's clear that you love it, you know, and it's clear that you have a really dang great skill set for it. Um, you know, selfishly, you know, what, 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 what is it, Aaron? Like how, where's the impact for you? Like, where's the personal impact in what you do? Yeah. So the personal impact for me is, um, I, I'm a personally, I'm an anxious person in general, and I love to be able to create structure. And so for me, being able to see that structure in my own business, as well as being able to relieve that anxiety in other people by being able to implement that structure for them. That's mm -hmm. a big impact for me. And I think that there's just a huge sense of ownership and accomplishment and validation that comes from building something that can live without you. You know, it's kind yeah. of like, you know, your business is your own baby, right? I've got three of my own uh, awesome kids um, that are transitioning into adulthood and learning to live without me. And I'm super proud of them too. But I, I think that this business is something that I created super intentionally. And I love that that can survive without me. It gives me a lot of pride in that. That's amazing, Erin. And, and um, you know, it's it's wonderful to hear how how the business that you run truly, you know, while it impacts others and, and others' companies and ultimately others' lives, like it it makes a difference in yours too. And so, you know, to fast forward to today and with all your experience and, you know, with all that you've gotten to accomplish and, you know, where, where do you find that it's still challenging for you? Yeah. So there's still, I think at every level of business, you're going to run into different challenges. So there's always operational ceilings or skill set ceilings or those kind of things that you hit into at different levels. But the places where I find it to be really challenging for me is kind of interesting in that I help people to be able to step away from their business. But I experience the same thing that every other business owner experiences when that happens. And that level of success leads you to a spot where you're where you're like, what does this mean about me now? 
I built this thing and it doesn't need me. So where do I fit? And how how do I still contribute? And how do I still have ownership over this? Um, and again, I, I relate it to kind of parenting. So when, you're, when your child becomes an adult and can live without you, what's your role? And yeah. that's kind of where I'm at right now is trying to figure out how do I fit in, in that bigger picture? Right. I mean, completely understandable. And I think most... I think parents to start, but business owners alike can really resonate with that exact thing. And so, you know, when it comes to that moments like that, um, you know, what is the reflection on it? What What is the thoughts on that? And like, you know, how are you managing these, these emotions and, and logistical things? Yeah. So what, how I'm managing it right now is trying to figure out other ways that I can contribute without having to jump back into the daily grind of doing the work, because that's where I want to stay out of. Because the, if I jump in there too much, the business stops growing um, and it it becomes too dependent on me. So I want to stay out of that, even though I love that part of it. Um, and so where I'm finding some of that transition is figuring out how to show up more in the community um, and being able to network more, which is not a super natural skill set for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, business ownership, I think, is the greatest personal um, development program that exists in in life. But so that stretches me a little bit more figuring out how to show up that way. Um, I think the other way that is figuring out with my team that they still want my vision. They still want me to be the one that's setting that here's where we're going and being a part of building what does that plan look like? dynamically. And then they still love to jump in because they're all process people too, right? They all just love jumping in and thinking systems and being able to build that stuff out. So I'm expanding more into that vision of saying, here's where we want to go. And then letting them figure out the path for us to get there. That's mm -hmm. where I'm kind of transitioning right now and figuring out how that fits. Right on. And, and so let's talk about, you know, the uh showing up. Let's talk about that dynamic of, oh yeah. my gosh, like, you know, kind of putting yourself in, you know, the way you say, you know, quote unquote, uncomfortable networking or uh, social yeah. events. Like what, what's that like for you? Yeah. I think it's funny. People are often surprised to find out that I'm an introvert, that they're like, no, no, you're not an introvert. And I'm like, oh, I'm so good if I am there and I know what my purpose is. You can put me on the stage to speak and I will be way more comfortable than doing the chit chat before or after speaking. <laughs> and so for me, again, it's kind of that I'm sensing that same theme here, maybe that, that what is my purpose and what is my role in being here? it sounds like is coming up for me as kind of a common theme. But mm. for me, when I'm going out and networking and talking with people, um, I it just takes me a little bit to feel comfortable. Like I'm super great once we that first connection is established, but it's yeah. awkward for me. And um, I'm learning though that it's awkward for a lot of people. And, yeah. and we have to embrace the awkward, I guess, and just jump in and start talking to people. One thing that does help me with that a little bit is thinking when I go in, what is my purpose for this event mm -hmm. um, or for this networking thing and trying to get in that mindset of, I'm just here to serve people. That's all I want to yeah. do. If I leave and I've served four people, then I did my job today. Mm -hmm. So that helps me a little bit, not feeling like I have to pitch myself all the time, but just thinking, how can I jump in and serve? Mm. So looking ahead here, Aaron, like, What's the plan for the future? You know, where do you see the business going and growing? 
yeah, that's the million dollar, $5 million, $50 million <laughs> question, right? Is what, where are we going? Yeah. What's happening with this? Um, what I'm finding is business is transitioning a little bit right now where I'm bringing on more partnerships with additional services. So what I see a lot with businesses that are in my same realm that are struggling with systems is, hey, they also need a fractional chief financial officer. And man, a lot of them need marketing help. And a lot of them need these other pieces. And I don't want to be the expert in all of those, right? And so what I'm looking for in growth right now is doing that through more strategic relationships or maybe acquisitions and thinking about how can we provide a broader range of services um, without having to actually bring those all in-house. Mm. That's what I'm seeing growth-wise. Um, the other thing that I really see growth-wise is just being able to continue to build our own internal team so that we can handle more and more companies. So I love, um, there really is no great program for teaching people how to do what we do. So one thing that I love is being able to find people that are systems thinkers and be able to say, you're going to love this. I'm going to teach you how to help businesses do this. And so that's another thing that I love and see growth wise is being able to help grow other team members so that we can serve more and more people. That's wonderful. And, and do you find that like, as, as you kind of get to that point or as you, you know, work your way, the company to that point of growth, where, you know, where do you see your role? Like what would your, maybe your yeah. ideal day, like if you're dreaming of like, oh, this would be when I get to this point, this goal, this dream, this is what I'm doing day in and day out. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about that recently because I think it keeps shifting. It's not quite stabilized in my mind yet for what that looks like. One thing that I do know for sure is that I want to be a part of the big vision at the beginning. Mm. So um, I recently did a two-day event with um, a company that's growing quickly. And we went in and just knocked out systems for two days. It was awesome just how much we were able to develop and catch the vision and identify the problems and then kind of turn it all over to my team and say, we found all the problems. Here's the solutions. Go build it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I want to do more of that. Um, and so that may look like a little more travel. I I love to travel, so I'd love to be able to do more of that. Um, but that's where I think I want to spend more of my time is doing kind of that initial onboarding and discovery and then backing off and letting my team do the fulfillment. Mm. What do you, what would you attribute something that about yourself that you find that has honestly really just like helped you so much in the business world? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that I found that helps me in the business world is that I am willing to be bad at something before I'm good at it. So I'm willing to mm -hmm. recognize that there is a a pain point I'm going to have to get over <laughs> to be able to jump into whatever. So whether it came from, you know, learning how to build a website and being able to say, you know what, it's ugly, but it's done and we're going to figure out how to make it better. So I, I am willing to keep trying till I find whatever works and being flexible and not super set in one vision for what the business looks like. Um, and I think that flexibility and willing to try has been the biggest thing because uh, business changes. And honestly, very little people will be running the same business five years from now that they're running today. It just changes how, either who you're working with or how you're working or what your role is, is going to shift. And so I think that's helped me a lot to stay flexible. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. And so to to flip to that question on its head, you know, like Aaron, like what what would you say that is something that got you to where you're at current day, which is hey, like one would say pretty freaking successful, but you know, 
maybe could be that very thing that'll hold you back from getting to that next level. A double-edged sword, if you will. Yes. So um, one thing that I think has prevented me in the past and one thing that I'm trying to flip the switch on right now is work ethic. So work ethic is a very two-edged sword. You have to have good work ethic to be a business owner, right? You've got to be able to to work hard and be able to put the time in. But if you put too much in and get too involved, it acts to actually destruct the business. If the business owner is too involved because you're limiting how much you're letting people grow, you're limiting your own growth. And I think for me at least, and I think this is true for a lot of other people, sometimes we use our work ethic as a distraction from getting away from the harder stuff. Right. And so sometimes it's like, okay, I need to be working on these bigger vision pieces, or I've got this really challenging problem that is looming that I've got to figure out. But hey, look, here's 300 smaller things that are still important and I could solve those. And so I'm going to focus on those instead of focusing on the bigger pieces. Um, And so sometimes that work ethic is something that can hamper. Well, it helps. So you got to think, you got to balance that out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 definitely something I think not just business owners or entrepreneurs, but just human beings can resonate with of like, oh my gosh, yeah, like the overwhelming feeling of, you know, maybe tackling something, a lot of some things to avoid the maybe the one hard thing, the one difficult yeah. thing. Um, you know, what's been maybe a recent difficult thing that you're not to say avoiding, but one thing that you've had to really, ah, uh, like it's been a struggle to want to work on. Yeah. So, um, we've had a lot of like marketing things like that. Like we've got some trademark stuff that we've been working through, which is not, not fun and awesome. Um, and so trying to work through that and then thinking, okay, all of the marketing fingers that that's going to touch when we work yeah. through this branding issue and, um, sales and marketing has never been my favorite. I do not love it. And so I've been, I've tried in the past several times to say, I'm just going to pass it off to somebody else. I'm just going to pass it off. I'm going to hire it out. I'm going to do these other things. And it just doesn't work without me being more involved. Um, And so that's one thing that I've been having to push through right now is to be able to say, no, we are going to spend time on that sales and marketing and on that trademark issue to get that stuff settled um, instead of avoiding it by doing other productive things. Absolutely. Wow. Well, Aaron, thank you. I mean, it's been so much fun to to get to chat with you today, to to get to talk about your business and your entrepreneurial journey and how you got to where you are today. Um, but also getting a little bit of a touch of behind the scenes of, okay, Aaron, the human being behind the business, right? And so if people want to find you and the amazing, amazing work that you do, where can they find you? Yeah. So, um, our best place is probably just our website. And so it's business-made-simple.com. So business made simple. Um, we put those little dashes in there. Um, but yeah, so business-made-simple.com. There's a spot on there where people can reach out and chat. I love to chat business. That's my favorite thing. And so if people want to reach out, we've got a contact form on there where they can book a call. And well, let's jump in and chat systems. Let's figure out what's holding you back and how to get you out of the weeds so that you can continue to grow. Wonderful. Thank you. And you mentioned um, on the pre-show, you have a a, a little giveaway, if you will. Um, enlighten yeah. us about that real quick. Yeah. So that'll be on the on our on our webpage too that you can look at. But 
one of my favorite tools to offer you is to help you to talk about how to build your dream team. And so over a course of five days, we help you to figure out, okay, what are you looking to grow towards? And I think oftentimes business owners will think about where they want to be monetarily or how many customers that they want to have, but they don't always think about who am I going to need to support that dream. And so we have an awesome free five-day challenge that people can opt into that helps you walk through who you're going to need, what they're going to do, um, and how you're going to build that team so that you can have that to be able to support your dreams of where you want to grow. So they can access that right on, on, right on our homepage for Build Your Dream Team. Wonderful. Well, Erin, again, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing not only how you help people, but giving us behind the scenes too. It, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much. I so appreciate the opportunity to come and to share and to resonate with other awesome business owners that are in the weeds with us. So thank you for having Beautiful, me. Beautiful. Wonderful. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.